Hello, and welcome to the Healthcare Executive Insights Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Cynthia from Synergy PT. She is the founder of a wildly successful physical therapy practice throughout New York City. Thanks for your time today, Cynthia. Please tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business. Hey, Elliot. How are you? My business is Synergy Physical Therapy. I started it when I was 29 years old on the heels of recovering from the loss of my father after he had a stroke and died suddenly when I was 28 or 27. And I went back to work in the rehab hospital. I just couldn't handle working with rehab patients. And I had a small opportunity to work with an orthopedist that gave me the opportunity to leave rehab and work in orthopedics. And I jumped at the opportunity to change. And um, instead of like being scared of the change, I really welcomed it. And in that setting, I learned quickly that I love the fast pace work of outpatient orthopedics. And during that first year working with that doctor, I had another really big challenge. I was diagnosed with lymphoma. And while I was going through chemo, I had to slow down my patient caseload, but I still continued to work. And when I was slow, I took that opportunity to teach myself the billing aspect of PT. So while I worked for the hospital, I submitted and learned all my own coding and billing, which was really helpful. So I, I didn't take the slowdown as an opportunity to rest, but a time to like learn the business aspect of PT. A few months later, we had an opportunity to leave the hospital. And I was faced with the choice of either going back to rehab or starting my own practice. And it was a no brainer for me. So talk to me about um, what were some of your fears going into business for yourself as a young entrepreneur? Um, what were some of the doubts that you had and how did you overcome them? So it's interesting, you know, I came from very comfortable middle-class childhood with like on Long Island with two parents who sent me to college and sent me to grad school. But once my father died, the rug was sort of pulled out from under me and he was really the rock of my foundation. And I quickly felt like I had to, I was either going to sink or swim. And the feeling of security was no longer there. And I'm not sure if it was a benefit or detriment, but I really did not have a security blanket. And I had to like fight to survive in a way, right? My dad wasn't there to save me anymore. And that really did help motivate me. I really did learn a lot by myself. I did from A to Z, the whole business by myself. You know, sometimes when you're back up up against the wall is when your greatest achievements come out. Yeah, it's really interesting to think about. I'm turning 50 in three weeks. Oh, wow. Like fascinating to look back at my life right now as I continue to manage with some medical challenges. And I, I find every moment to be pivotal in another way. And each door I walked through gave me strength to manage the next. You're a strong woman and you have been able to compete in such a competitive market, which is a male dominated market as far as 
running physical therapy practices go. Um, and I think it's because of your resilience. Um, and it's an interesting dynamic with doctors and providers who want to build a practice. I mean, they went to school to treat patients and to provide excellent care, not to grow a business. So there's so many very intelligent doctors out there who struggle at growing a practice because they've never learned the, that skill set. So it's interesting. I, I think it's a combination of everything. Certainly to get it off the ground, there's a big hustle involved. Um, but I never thought about what it takes to build a business. I always genuinely loved it. And I think the core values I was taught as a kid and as a college student and a grad student beyond was never spend more than you make. Never get distracted by the shiny stuff. You know, don't, don't be so attracted to grow big, grow strong, unless there's a strong foundation. I was never attracted to like buying a Porsche or buying a big, beautiful apartment. I genuinely loved connecting to people. And I felt like each patient I connected to, I was making a small grassroots change in the world. Genuinely, you influence people. You help manage their pain. There's an art of healing, an art of physical therapy that I felt very blessed to be part of. So as that grew, organically, my business grew. And when I realized I needed help, I, I hired and I searched out people like-minded. And that also helped. Certainly, there were mistakes. But I learned quickly that every member of my team had to be similar to my thought process of the healing art of physical therapy including my partners at the front desk. So every phone call, every tone of voice, every conflict that arose with a patient or potential patient or physician or referring source had to be dealt with kindness and compassion. So give me a quick summary of when you started the practice and how big is the operation today? Kind of you know, run me through from the early days to present. So when I started, I had like a small 150 square foot office and I would start working at like 630 in the morning and finish my patient at 730 at night. I would go for a run in Central Park in the middle because I had breaks during the day and I'd go to the gym and shower and then get back to the office and stay till 730. What year was this? I was late, uh, 2000. Okay. And now talk about how quickly you guys were able to scale. After the first year, I started seeing 40 to 50 patients a week, and I couldn't manage. I needed a support staff. I needed someone to manage the phones and the scheduling. So I took the office next door to me and opened like an 1,800-square-foot space. And quickly after that, maybe six months, I hired my first PT. And then we grew and grew and grew. And so now we have five offices. How many employees and therapists do you have now? We have about 28 PTs and a full staff of about 50. Wow. That's amazing. You're providing for a lot of families. That's actually what's really uh, motivating and also stressful at times. You know, the pandemic was really stressful when I thought about all those families. And I realized quickly that we had to step up and make sure we were able to pivot to telehealth. And we did not lay anybody off. 
we really can't fight. I just, uh, we used obviously the PPP and we used our line of credit to carry us through the tight six months or so. And then we slowly recovered. So let's talk about what has been your differentiating factors that has allowed you to grow and attract partners. It's obviously in New York City, there's tons of other physical therapy brands and practices. What has separated you from the pack and what would you, I'm sure there's a lot of answers, but what would be the things that stick out the most to you that has helped fuel your growth? I really think that the differentiating factor is the fact that we offer one-on-one care, which allows our physical therapists to get to know, and occupational therapists to get to know patients and their impairments. We differentiate ourselves with the one-on-one model because I feel strongly that quality care is intertwined with relationship building. It's very hard to get to know the nuances of someone's impairments without that one-on-one connection. There's so much psychosomatic and psychosocial aspects of pain and dysfunction, whether it's an orthopedic issue or a neurological issue, you really need to get to know somebody in order to help assess their function. Certainly there are clear cut cases like a straight rotator cuff, but why did the rotator cuff get hurt in the first place? Was it dysfunction of movement? Was it posture? Was there a weakness and balance there to begin with? And without really addressing the underlying cause, you won't really fix the problem. So I think the differentiating model for us is the one-on-one care. On top of that, the way I treat the patient is the way I treat my, my teammates. I really do care about their quality of life, their life-work balance, their ability to have a family, support their family, be there for life cycle events, to take time off when they have a baby or if there's the a grief in the family, a loss. So just valuing everybody's life and, you know, work-life balance. 100%. And what has been your approach for attracting the right partners? I mean, how do you convince someone to join your brand and your vision and your family versus them doing their own thing? Showing that we add value together, together versus alone. It's just the reason why I call my company Synergy. I always learned about synergistic movement patterns in school. One plus one equals more than just two. So similarly, one partner and two partners is more than just two partners. You create something bigger than yourselves. And it does more quickly. We each bring something to the table and together we're more powerful than alone. Can you talk to me about the different specialties that you have now under the brand? Hand therapy is huge. Orthopedic care, Schroth care, pelvic floor, Pilates. And now we're really fleshing out performance. I think we're becoming a really big force in the performance world with Alvin DK leading the way, marathon training program. So I've allowed every therapist to find their passion and grow in what makes them the happiest. And then it becomes successful because you have to love what you're doing every day. You know, you can't be passionate about something that you don't love. Sure. It doesn't seem rational. So you find a therapist who has something that's a unique niche within therapy and you say, you're very passionate about this. I want you to run with it. And I'm going to give you the resources to really grow this thing. 
it's actually they come to me, right? And and if I hear that they want more, then yes, I don't stop somebody's growth. I foster that growth. I build it up. And that's important. You know, you give somebody the opportunity to grow and you value them. And people want to feel valued. People want to grow. You can't stunt someone's growth. Sure. You have to allow them room to grow. So we know you've done an excellent job identifying the right partners and building a culture that really aligns with your philosophy of how to treat patients and even how to treat your team members. What has been your success for attracting patients to the practice? We know once they get in the door, they have such a unique experience with Synergy PT versus other practices. How have you been able to get them to come and um, schedule a consult who've never been to your practice? What's been the marketing that's been effective? I think building relationships with the physicians. I think, and you can't undervalue social media these days. When you show them a vision of what you're doing, people want to see and want to be part of that. And I think every therapist has developed their own following. And that's been very helpful the past two or three years, especially IG. I mean, Instagram is big with telling the story of what we do. People want to be part of that. That includes attracting talent, attracting PT talent. You know, people want to be part of a team that's cohesive, that's growing, that's passionate, that's fun. Talk to me about how you've been able to build such strong relationships with referring providers, whether it's orthopedics or neuro or interventional pain. Um, Why do those providers love working with Synergy so much? I think that they hear the feedback from their patients. So we become a team. We talk to the referring physicians about them. We're accessible. And the, the doctor themselves, they're accessible. So patients want to feel that team effort, especially patients who've been through the rigmarole, who've been tried and true with other physicians and other practices. They just want to manage their pain and get back to life. It sounds like you're you know, providing a level of care that you would give to your friends or your family members not just, you know, funneling as many patients through the practice as you can in a day. Um, And I'm sure providers recognize that, right? You're really going above and beyond spending extra time. And I've also heard that you guys, you know, are always changing up the therapy um, for patients. It's not the same mundane process every time they come in. Again, that has to do with the fact that you're able to give it thought. You watch the movement and you see how the subtle changes happen. And you realize, okay, maybe... They aren't really striking their heel when they take that first step, or maybe they're pushing off with that front toe too much, or there's pivoting, or maybe there's an arch drop. So all those little things, you need time to see that. If you have four other patients with you, very hard to make those subtle adjustments. What would you say is like your practice philosophy? I know you kind of touched on this, but what is like the overarching practice philosophy that you instill with your patients and your team? Each person is an individual each time they come in. You have to reevaluate them each time they come in. We don't rely on last session's evaluation. We watch you walk from the moment you take a seat at the waiting room to when you stand up, when you walk to the back, when you walk in the room, how you stand, how you sit, how you walk, how you move. And that's our philosophy. Each day is like a new day. And talk to me about the future plans for Synergy PT. Uh, Where do you expect to go from here? I do expect to continue to grow. I do expect us to increase our footprint 
perhaps on the Upper East Side, Upper West Side, and offer a Synergy Wellness Center. That's next in the works. And as we grow to see where, where it takes us, where our talent takes us, where they want to take it. And I sort of follow the winds, you know, wherever they want to take it, I'll help guide it. You know, I think that we've tested lots of ways and we've built a model that works for us. It doesn't have to be huge. I'm not looking into private equity takeover, mergers and acquisitions. I really believe in the organic growth that we have and the, the impact we make on the grassroots level. So continuing what we've had success in doing. It doesn't have to be exponential growth. You know, it can be slow and steady. And that's been working for us. I love to hear it. We will have to circle back with you uh, in a few months, maybe next year, and uh, learn a little bit more about the growth that you guys are continuing to experience. Thank you, Elliot. Thanks again, Cynthia, for your time. We you. uh, had a real pleasure chatting with you and um, look, to fo- look forward to connecting again soon. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye.